0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets.
1: Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Peter Burke and Kate Abbott. Howdy. And with us also is one of Kindred Spirit dog training trainers, Sue Doer. Hello. <laughs> I always pronounce it wrong, so I have to think about it. <laughs> Sue's here for a specific reason, and that is she got badly bit by a dog recently. And unfortunately, it was a pit bull. And if you've listened to our podcast, you know that we don't blame pitties. We don't believe in breed-specific legislation. It doesn't work. But sometimes, some pitties have issues. So we want to talk a little bit about what happened a couple weeks ago, what potentially could have prevented it, and what we all could learn from it. So let's start in the beginning. First of all, Sue, you're not a novice to dogs. You've got a long history with dogs.
2: I have been working with dogs for over 40 years. I was a veterinary technician and have been training dogs since I guess I was a child. And I love dogs and I've always been a pit bull advocate, and now I'm upset to be a statistic.
1: Yeah, being a statistic sucks for
2: everybody.
1: (laughs) Now, you even trained one of your pitties to, was it TV or movies or commercials? He was on
2: TV and commercials. That was uh, 30-something years ago. A little stray pit bull came into the veterinarian I was working for, and I decided to train him, take him home and train him. I had a child. He was... at the time and I had another dog and was a little concerned about bringing home the breed but I figured that you know he would be a puppy and he could be trained from early on and in socializing him and taking him to obedience class and training him early and often we ended up in a class where the owner of the dog school was a Hollywood trainer and thought he would make a really good movie dog and he later on went on to do a movie. It was a coast-to-coast pilot, which didn't get picked up, but he did make enough money to put down on my first house, so actually a pit bull bought my first house. Awesome. 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 they They were great dogs. I had two of them, and I had two children, and there was never any issue of, gee, you have dogs and you have children. I think people have been doing that for thousands of years, but lately it just seems to be a little more uh, dangerous having dogs around children.
1: Well, I think it's, that's a whole nother podcast, and we, we ought to schedule that coming yeah. up. You've also done a lot of rescue, too.
2: I have been doing rescue for many years. I've rescued all kinds of dogs. My latest rescue is a year and a half years old now. He's a deaf little jack russell terrier mix and curled up on the blanket with my, the, my hero he he thinks he's an english shepherd because he's around so many of them well, i
1: i think right now he thinks hero's a radiator
0: hero's, hero is his radiator right
2: now but we do a lot of foster care have done a lot of foster care they come and they go and they always have when you bought your current house it when came I, with a rescue. <laughs> oh, that's when thing. I bought yeah. my house, it came with a rescue. It came with a lovely German Shepherd. You know what? you ever
3: noticed that right below, above your, uh, hair, your uh, the eyebrows big it big says sucker? sucker. <laughs>
2: I was born with that sucker sign. It, it's been with me throughout my life, yes.
1: And you should talk.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, how many you have? Yeah.
1: All right, so I think we've pretty well established. You're not a neophyte in dogs. You know dogs well. You know pities. You love most pities. you've had pities. you've done rescue. So let's talk about this incident. Kate, I think you took the phone call about this lady bringing her dog to class, right?
0: She had only had it for a week before the first class. And she wanted to get in early and she was worried, because well, she'd been living in an apartment, she and her boyfriend, they had a 10 year old boxer. They moved to a home, house with a yard, so they thought they would open their family up to another dog having the yard and as companionship for their older boxer. But after about a week
1: and she specified that she wanted to rescue.
0: She wanted to rescue. I don't know that she particularly went to pick the ugliest dog there but she sure he did. Close to he it. was handsome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> there was some worry that she the dog had growled at her boxer, so they were careful to keep them apart except when supervised.
2: I told her that the first week. Yes. When she came in, I saw the dog. The dog, obviously, he was so scarred up and so very large and, like, overbred to be a monster, and he obviously had been baited and trained to go after dogs that were reacting aggressively. He'd either
1: been a fighter or he'd been a bait bait dog, dog. and after we saw his reactions i'm sure he was a fighter
2: and the first week though i didn't get any red flags from the dog he seemed like a nice enough boy i gave him a tree he took it from my hand very gently he i gave him some water i walked away when i came back he was happy to see me wagging his tail licked me and um yeah
3: because he even made a comment you're like hey i just made a new friend yeah Yeah. what a nice boy he was you mentioned that
2: but he was also Looking around, and we were concerned that maybe the woman didn't have enough control over the dog because he was a really large, strong dog, and she had him in a harness that she she was not a big woman. No, Not so. an experienced dog <laughs> so Yeah, I went and sat back there with her purposely because I wasn't sure if she had control of the dog or not. Yeah. And the first week, he seemed to be okay. And
1: Patron Kate, you both had some interactions with him on the first week too, right? Yeah, or but- with her talking with her.
3: Yeah, nothing, yeah. no red flags or anything. I,
2: mean, I had
0: given her the uh, well. Let's we'll see how he does. If we get any, if we get any red flags or hinky feelings about him, I think I said, then yeah, we're gonna have to do something else before group class. Yeah.
3: And we did mention that the harness may not be the appropriate tool for training. And that was mentioned.
2: She right? had mentioned yeah. that her vet thought that the dog should have a prong collar.
0: And at the end of the first class, I went over to her and said, well, I checked with the others. We don't see a problem at this point. Problem. I was
1: standing in front of the class teaching, and when I'm teaching, I'm constantly scanning the class, especially the first week of class. I watch the owners, I watch the dogs, and if I see anything even starting to brew, I'll call one of the other trainers over and, yoo so so-and-so needs help or whatever, especially if nobody else sees it. And I saw that he was interested, mm-hmm. but there were several others in the class that were more interested in what was going on than he was.
3: Those few others are more rowdy than him. yeah, so, so
1: I didn't see any dangerous yeah. plot, danger signs in him the first week. Now the second week was different. The second week he came in up on his toes. he was much more I won't say that he came in reactive because I don't think it was to he was that more level. Alert. Alert, like more alert aware definitely okay. higher energy on the second week of class and at one point during the class maybe about halfway through he slipped out of his harness
0: well at the first class we had put him off to the side in the back the second class we said all right we'll move you up a little bit but still in the back but a little bit closer okay right. so then you.
1: there was a couple of dogs in front of him first a golden that he he was paying too much attention to. And I had her and her dog move, move to another bench. And that cleared his view of a husky. And he was starting to really, not a hard stare yet. I was watching for a hard stare, not a hard stare, but he was definitely aware of the husky, who was very active and talking and wiggling and bouncing and
0: she was being a pain in the butt. Yeah, she was. She was yelling and screaming and being an adolescent husky. Yeah,
1: she was. And he was focused on her. And then he slipped out of his harness, and she caught him by the collar and a handful of skin. And I turned to the trainers behind me and said, she needs some help. And Kate and Sue went down there.
0: I grabbed a prong collar.
2: Sue grabbed the spray bottle. I grabbed the spray bottle because the husky was jumping around and acting crazy and I didn't realize that the woman had a spray bottle. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to go over there to see what I could do with the woman with the husky, because that was what the problem seemed to be. Right. And that's when I sat down on the bench in front of the pit bull. <laughs> well, she you sat there specifically though to block his view. Well, no, I just I was not even concerned about oh. him. I was just trying to handle the husky. No. Oh. See and to yeah. me it
1: looked like you did it purposely no, to block his view. No, I wasn't
2: I didn't give him a second thought. Kate was walking over there and I thought, Well, I'll be back up in Kate case Kate needs me when she does the collar change sure. on the dog and in the meantime I'm gonna see what's happening with the husky. So as we both walked over, Kate went around behind the bench, I sat down in front of the bench. The first thing that dog saw when he was focused on the husky was unfortunately my butt, which is the, <laughs>
1: the butt of all the jokes. It, it's oh been no. two weeks. Once we free, realized Sue free. was going to live, it's been three weeks. worth full of butt jokes. Yeah, so he grabbed your cheek. Yes, <laughs> he did. And he got the jeans and the underwear and, and, and shirt the- and you and unfortunately didn't let go immediately either
2: and at first i didn't even realize he was biting me because i thought it was his claw and after i don't know how many seconds i realized the pain was going on then i kind of
1: well the time the the time time slowed (laughs) yeah time slowed i i headed your i saw it from the front of the class i headed your direction I think everybody headed your direction. Kate was beating him on the head with her fist. You gave yourself a hematoma on your hand. Yeah, that was
0: pretty useless. And I had a hold of his buckle collar, and I was trying to twist it. Cut yeah. off some air, which supply, is useless. But, you know, which is yeah. useless
1: on a great big, huge pity. Mm-hmm.
2: So but... I don't know how he finally let go, but I was glad that he did.
0: <laughs> I think he, he disliked the taste <laughs> of your jeans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think the, you were on one of the benches that had a back.
2: Yes, it wasn't that a very... That him a
0: limited target. That's
2: the, that was the good thing. And also the fact that this dog had so much potential that he was going to hurt somebody and it could have been so much worse. Or it could have been a child.
0: Even through the bench, he got Even four teeth in you mm-hmm. and yeah. hung
1: on. Yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lady with the golden retriever. Well, well, the next step was then you headed for the office. Deb and Petra were chasing you, leading you to the office with she, the, the, the first thing.
0: yelling over her, like, somebody get my dog.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would have been much more traumatized had he grabbed somebody's dog. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: that would have been absolutely horrid. But... Uh, You and Deb uh, were tending to first aid. Yep. And... Then yeah. Deb grabbed car keys and took you to urgent care.
3: Yeah, because when I, when I looked at it, I'm like, whoop.
1: That's yeah, not I'm just for a stay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, this requires more than just a little butterfly.
1: <laughs> yeah, because when I got bit by the pit bull, she patched me up with yeah, butterflies and glue and sent me <laughs> back, back out away. in front of class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had blood down the front of my I'm red blood. shirt, and she said, well, it's red blood, red shirt, go.
2: Just <laughs> well, bandaged her up and real quick. Five stitches, and I here. still have a hematoma.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Kate stayed with the dog and the owner and worked them towards her
0: car. Yeah, we just, I took a hold of his buckle, pulled his front feet just about off the ground. And he was not resisting me. He walked and I said, we're leaving. And she said, yeah, okay. The the owner was traumatized. She
1: was devastated. She was shaking. She was crying.
0: So I said, we got to get out of here. I frog marched him off the field to her car. She fumbled for a key, she got the back open, he jumped in happily, turned around and was like, Hey, how you guys ever been doing? Like nothing ever happened. I left the leash on him, and I told her, I said, you will not go home with this dog. You're going to drive from here directly to the shelter and return him to the shelter and tell them he is a dangerous dog, and they should call us for more details. And then you're going to put love on your your boxer. And they did call us and she turned to me and said my boyfriend just left this morning he's going to be gone for a week I would have been at home alone with that dog and my boxer for the next week if it had happened then and I said yep and it's not going to happen because you're gonna drive right there and then she said something about she'll never be able to listen to another Sarah McLaughlin song
2: <laughs> yeah Sarah McLaughlin's fault
0: no no I just used her on that commercial. And I did say, it's not your fault that you were given this. You were allowed to adopt this dog, but you this is not the right dog, and he is dangerous to society. Yeah. And to her credit, she did. She drove immediately to the shelter.
1: And we did get a call from animal control. Patriot yeah. you talked to Well, me. I
3: think Kate called and left a message yeah. first. And then, yeah, they had called back, and they did confirm that uh, she did surrender him back to their custody.
2: And then when I called to find out what was happening, they had no idea who the dog was. That was that one person you talked to. She said she had not gotten any phone calls about that any at all that day. And it's like the communication over there. Yeah. Yeah. And why are they adopting these dogs out to people that don't know what they're getting?
1: And, and I think that's our primary, I mean, yes, we're concerned
2: about your butt.
1: (laughs) We're very concerned (laughs) about your butt and, and have photos to prove it. Oh boy.
3: (laughs) 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 blackmail But,
1: Black male. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: day number three, Dark Moon rising. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side, yeah, dark side that, of yeah. the Moon. Yeah. yeah.
1: But yes, this particular dog. I don't know what temperament tests they did, if they did any. I don't know what their adoption procedures are, were, but this dog should never have been adopted out. Should yeah. have never been adopted out to this particular owner.
0: The thing is, on day one, we all looked at him and said, this dog's been fighting. Yes. Whether as bait or warrior, who knows. Yeah. But it just screened it.
1: Mm-hmm. We all
0: had our reservations. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yes. Yet his behavior the first class.
2: He held it together.
0: We had no reason after the first class. Mm-hmm. But coming on the field, your radar went up.
2: Sure. As soon as I saw the dog, my radar went up because that's not the kind of dog that you just give to anybody with no experience that has a 10-year-old boxer at home that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. It, it, this What happened was years ago, they were going to do a pit bull ban altogether, ban the breed altogether. And no matter how sweet and nice your dog was, they were going to come and take your dog, which made no sense at all because that didn't cover the the problem which was the aggressive dogs and and the vicious attacking dogs they would be left alone so when they didn't do the ban on the pit bulls it's like then it just became a free-for-all now it's like they're going to keep all the dogs alive no matter what and if they pick these dogs up which they have so many of them on every death row at every shelter everywhere and these people that work there get tired of piling their bodies into the freezer and I can certainly understand there I've, I've been that there and it's, it's a hard thing to do, but you can't give novice people a dog that is only a professional-level dog.
1: All right, well, we need to take a break for our sponsors, so hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back.
2: Sit. Stay. It's a Doggy
3: Dog World. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: Put on a perfectly possum pet party! Having an awesome birthday or adoption day celebration for your four legged friend? Or just want a fun excuse to throw a fun party with your friends from the dog park? Deck out your party with Molly and Bandit pet party accessories. Party products designed specifically for pets. There are wearables, including adjustable pet party hats, bow ties, and tutus. The photo prop kits include funny glasses and hats. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com.
3: We know you're begging for more.
2: So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
1: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz. With me today are patron Kate. There's one of the local rescues that pulls dogs from the shelter, and Sue, so you and I have both volunteered for them. And I know they have one pity. They call him a something something mix, but Always he's he's a big, big headed, big shouldered, big chested pity. And they've had him in foster and in training for two years. Right, he's draining their resources. They
2: could they've have got him in in a boarding kennel. They're paying to board. Yeah, and, and the he, dogs... they could have. Go crazy. Rescued.
1: They could have rescued. Who knows how many other dogs saved other lives if they just admitted that this one is not suitable for
2: adoption. And then they're so desperate to find these dogs homes that they'll give them to just about anybody who says, "Oh, I want to save a dog, and this yeah. one will be different." Yeah. And sometimes they are, but are you willing to take that chance? You know, if you're going to have a dog like that, you want to save a dog that is not your typical labrador or poodle mixed or something next yeah. you know then you need to be responsible for it and keep it safe and keep people safe from it you can't be taking these dogs out places and turning them loose in dog parks and
0: that crossed my mind sue what you said earlier though there's the breed ban and that doesn't work we know it doesn't work whatever you philosophy is but whether there's this Pendulum swinging the other way that they must all be saved right, now. Right, right.
1: That's the other. And we've point. talked about that before. In fact, we've talked about it recently in podcasts that there is.
0: And it's not just pity. Stuff. No, no. It's no. all you know. The it's no kill stuff. shelters is mm-hmm. a great idea. Yes, but in theory, but in there practice, are some that should not be. No.
2: I think a lot of older people that can't afford the vet bills, they'll take an older dog in because they think it'll be humanely euthanized, and instead it's placed in some other home or a foster for ancient mm-hmm. old dogs or something. It's It's gone too far the other way.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I don't think any of us have a, a magic wand.
0: No. No, I don't.
2: All then,
1: we can do is keep talking.
2: <laughs> the woman did the right thing. She went, she rescued a dog, she called, got the information early, brought the dog out, so she was, was willing, class, was right. willing
1: to do training. Yeah. So yeah. It's Her heart was in the right place. Mm-hmm. It was the wrong dog.
3: Well, like as soon as we were talking, I mean, she was trusting the shelter, went through his behavior issues. I mean, you know, she didn't know any she better. She told
2: them she had a 10 year old boxer yeah, she, and that's my concern. The first week was do not leave him alone with your dog. Because he has the potential of causing great damage, and you don't know. So keep them separated until you're sure that they get along. And even then, I wouldn't leave them alone together.
0: And see, she listened and did right. all of that. Right, Yeah. She was willing to learn, but she shouldn't have been.
2: Yeah, so it wasn't know, like that I looked the dog in the eye or that I... Gave him a hard stare. Gave him a hard stare or that he smelled fear or it was none of that. I just yeah. simply sat down and he went, there yeah. it is. You weren't even moving. No, then. I wasn't moving. I couldn't move. <laughs> well, and then once he got a hold of you, he yeah. didn't stand up. No. Yeah. Yeah, I was hitting
0: him, and you were using the spray bottle to hit him.
2: I think I had a plastic water bottle in my hand or something like it. Something was gonna feel that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was amazing how time slowed down, though, because yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and and once he let go of you, and you headed for the office with the first aid with the first aid crew, (laughs) then I had by that time I had reached Cape who had hold of the dog, and I tilted the bench backwards, I figured, worst case scenario, I'd drop the bench on his head (laughs) and then put a foot on it, because I was afraid then that he was going to turn on Kate.
2: Yeah, that I was afraid he was going to (laughs) hurt.
1: Hey.
2: Well, that's Sue's
1: dog Matisse, who apparently is going to defend her from all pit bulls. He's
2: he's alerting us to somebody that he can't hear, so... (laughs)
0: That
1: think, was a deaf dog marking. I think he's lying.
0: <laughs> and in retrospect, that's one more clue that he probably was a fighting dog. That when I grabbed a little of the collar and dragged him yeah. off, he was just like, oh. No, okay.
1: That's what happens after a fight. Yes. Yeah. And and the, oh, this feels normal. Okay. The
2: escalating husky behavior, as it escalated, yeah. so did he. Mm-hmm. He was ready to go and mm-hmm. get it.
1: I will say, though, that. Well, then you had to calm the class down yeah. this. i mean you- kate kate took the dog off we kate took it away. <laughs> and you i was left the with the class good
0: luck two <laughs> two, two you, you
1: had two other trainers with you. two who were slightly traumatized <laughs> <Yeah>. also <laughs> two of the women were crying the lady with the golden retriever who who with her dog had been sitting in front of the pit bull and i moved oh, she was women. hysterically crying i'm yeah. sure she thought that could have been her or her dog yeah One of the other ladies was crying. I don't know whether she, that she was just crying. I didn't ask her why. (laughs) Why? And everybody was clutching their dog to their chest. A couple of the guys were, well, I could have helped.
0: (laughs) Response of the students afterwards. Yes. So we did send them an email saying, that dog will not be back in class. Yes. So come on back, it's gonna be okay.
1: We had about four people that didn't come back.
0: Well, two of them had, two of them, two of the four had been sick. They would have been missing anyway. Okay. And one of them said that she was glad in a weird way that her kids got to see that dogs can be dangerous and not to take them for granted.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Sue, your butt may have saved a child from getting bit in the <laughs> That's future. That's
1: nice. Yeah. I certainly
2: hope it saved somebody. Well, somebody. Uh,
1: it was, you know, if it happened, granted, we wish it didn't happen, but it happened. Yeah. I was impressed that that mom was willing to turn it into a lesson. Yeah, yeah. And
2: also there was yeah. someone from a dog rescue had a friend in the class, and I get home and she says, I hear what happened to you at dog. I was like all over the... <laughs> oh, the word spread. <laughs> yeah. And she said uh, all she could say was how well the class was handled. So that everybody yeah. was... In-
1: in- she was very nice. And the next week when she came back and sat in the front row where she's always been sitting, she said, it was handled very professionally.
2: It was uh, until we got to the doctor, and then Deb one of
1: our <laughs> not, just completely lost it. And I bowed. guess you made one of the doctors angry. Sure, you don't make sure feels angry. that way. The doctor who puts
0: stitches in your butt—you <laughs> don't make him angry. Yeah.
2: She just thought we were a couple of idiots.
0: But Deb does have a photographic record of yes, everything that happened. To yes.
1: Well, I did ask her to do that also. Yeah. Why I yeah. I said, let's document this, you know, just in case. Just in case. Let's document this.
2: I never uh, thought so many people were going to see my butt. My <laughs> whole,
1: whole life. Well, thankfully, this is a podcast. It's radio, and yeah, yeah. not TV. So,
2: and the pictures you can't only see that you can't tell it's me. So. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've got
1: those scars for <laughs> identification now. Yeah. Well, laughter aside, it was traumatic. It was not not nice for Sue, certainly not something that should have happened to the owner of the pit bull, the adopter. It was pretty traumatic for the class, although we turned it into a lesson. We talked to him about it, and Sue came back to the class Saturday and talked to him and was willing to answer any questions, but I think that the ones who had the most questions were the ones that didn't come back. We did lose a few people from that class. Apparently, it was more Trauma than they were ready to handle, or I should
0: say, reality.
1: But we, but
0: it is not the norm. I think it's been what 15 years since
2: the last bite.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been and a long time.
2: Oh, it's I've taken bad. so many chances over so many years doing yeah. rescues, and yeah. knock on wood, have been bitten. Yeah. So, you know, nobody in my family was at all surprised that I got bit. You know, it's like, <laughs> They're going, you I'm pretty bad. much assume the risk every time you leave the house. You know?
1: But that is sympathy for your family. And that yeah. is that is one of the lessons that I imparted on our students that day when she went up here to the office is someone in the class said, Oh, those pit bulls, they're all so dangerous and and someone else spoke up, another student popped up the same time I did. No, there are many, many very nice mm-hmm pitties and we have pitties in our therapy dog group that are Mm -hmm. absolute angels any dog at any given situation can bite dogs can bite this particular dog had a problem and and he was he was what was made of him i'm sure he wasn't born to be a bait dog he wasn't born to fight other dogs he was what was made of him but it's not just pitties and we imparted that I imparted that to the whole class. That was a big point that was made afterwards.
0: And as an owner of a previous owner of a Rottweiler, a Mastiff, you have Shepherd.
2: Yeah, Petra I, I, and
0: I have both had German had Shepherd. German Shepherds. Mastiff. Yeah, uh, my
2: Pitbulls. Yeah. yeah. I had a Doberman. <laughs> my miniature Pinscher. Right. <laughs> yeah. Walking
1: through downtown Washington, D.C. with a black and rust Doberman. It was like the parting of the seas. Yeah. And he there, was a big boy.
0: There is a higher degree of you have to be more more conscious of the size of the weapon. Right. You know, a biting chihuahua, we kind of go, "Oh, it's a derringer." No, but you know, just shake it.
1: But <laughs> a big <laughs> dog has to... anybody, anybody, anybody walk up to my Dobie and go, "Boo!" and he'd piss himself. <laughs> <Bye>! <laughs> But they didn't know. He was a big black Doberman with cropped ears, one of which didn't stand up. Uh, But he was just, he was, now my German Shepherds, you didn't mess with my German Shepherds. And you didn't mess with mom when the German Shepherds were around. That was a totally different story.
0: I do think there's a higher standard of responsibility. Yes. Oh, sure. a dog that has more equipment.
1: And the dog who was bred to be a working dog, a dog who was bred to have those characteristics. Enu didn't know that he was bred to have those characteristics, but, you know, he was a handsome boy and he was a sweetheart. All right. Well,
2: on that note, anything else you want to add, Sue? Just if you're going to adopt a dog, adopt a dog and make sure you're responsible for that dog. And I think
1: understand before you adopt him, understand what you're getting into. Right. How much do you know about... Pitties or boxers or Dobermans or Chihuahuas. How
3: okay. much
2: do you know about them? How do them? you know that what they're telling you you're getting is what you're actually getting? Right. You know, right. What? and
3: also go through your gut. If something doesn't feel right, say no. There's other dogs to rescue out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a you lot of good dogs no. needing rescue. Yeah, right. Yeah. Don't have to rescue the first one.
1: And on that note, we'll call it quits and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. Right. Bye bye.
2: Having a rough day. Ow!